welcome to Oh God Another Podcast. This week's episode features... I will Taylor Swift you so fast <laughs> that I get your act together. Oh my god. And... You were my, my slightly annoying third son, <laughs> but I was very tender to you. Also... Yeah, it was pretty heavy. Also, my, my, my 2018 year in Spotify, I had like 90-something hours of Post Malone, so uh, that's another thing. Here are your hosts, Richard Dubas, Gary Rucker, and Everett Peretti. another podcast and i'm super excited for my guests today but before we get into that a little bit of announcement we're gonna start doing two-parter episodes because i think there's just too much shenanigans for one episode and it's starting to get a little long so we're gonna do a two-parter one released on monday one released on wednesday and i don't want to cut any of the shenanigans and that's how we can keep both but my guests today are, i'm super excited for them they're one of my favorite local bands top two Top two. Nice. Getting close to one. Getting close Ooh, to one. Nice. Um, nice. I met uh, the drummer a long time ago. We went to the same high school, interviewed him before, but now we got the lead singer, Breton Sound, with Jonathan and John. Yes, I got uh, this time. Booyah. For all y'all for the blooper reel, that would be a really fun. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that sound so natural, like we didn't practice that at right. all? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's always confusing because you've got Jonathan, John, Joe, and so, Steven. And Steven. So when we introduce ourselves to people, they get really confused by the J's. And even before John was our drummer, our other drummer was named John. Another Jonathan. So we were, yeah. So is that like a prereq for the band? You have to be a J, but yeah, Steve a, gets in? Yeah, I have a beard, too. You gotta have 75% J uh, as a cumulative total for the band. Um, and a beard is also necessary. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Yeah. I'm glad to say... I'm glad to know, because the t-shirt would make no sense uh, for our listeners that don't know. They do have a t-shirt and a logo mm. with all their beards. So yes. if you had a nice, clean face, it'd be... And funny enough, uh, Stephen sent last night a picture. He was at, um, where was he? He was at Dat Dog. Oh. And somebody had put our sticker on the toilet, which, like, that's awesome. But then somebody put another sticker over just my face. And he said, <laughs> this is the second time he's seen this. Where someone has covered just my face. With a butterfly. With, I think it's a chihuahua. When I zoom in oh, on it, Oh, it like does kind of look like a chihuahua. So, which is fitting because I have a chihuahua, but I think also it means that like I have a hater. So I'm kind of stoked about that. It, it, do you think it's like an ex-girlfriend that knows about your chihuahua status? It could well be, yeah. Either that or like, I don't know. It could be your brother. Brian, it could you be my brother. There, you <laughs> there, dude. <laughs> it could be my brother. So, how long has this band been together? Uh... Steven and I started it in, started writing together in 2011, I think, mm -hmm. um, and then we played our first show, I think like 2012, but we didn't play a whole bunch, uh, and then we had a different lineup for a while, and then John and Joe joined in like 2013, 13, 14, 2014, 14, I think. I joined 2014-ish, and Joe was, Joe followed in about a year or two a year later. later, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So you have been doing it for a little while, you have Went through the ups and downs yeah, a little bit. There's been you know stops and starts and uh, you know lineup changes and but this lineup's been together I think since like 2015 now about yeah or 2000 maybe 14 somewhere in there. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, you released an album last year, mm-hmm. um, Breton Sound. Yeah, self-titled. Yeah. Yes, and uh, I just want to ask, every time I listen to it, I always want to ask a question, uh, who hurts you? <laughs> because if you listen Damn. to the album, uh, the first one is... Uh, it's a great album. I love it. I listen to it probably once a month at least. It's a really awesome rock and roll album. Why Are You Still Here is the oh, first yeah. one. Yeah. And then, yeah. so then you go from Why Are You Still Here uh-huh. to Luminate, which is a nice, lovely yeah, nice song. Transition. Yeah. And then it's Save Your Prayers. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it's I'm Better Off Alone. So what, what, <laughs> so what happened? Uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they're not dark songs necessarily. I think they're more about... Um, I think they're coming more from like a self-preservation standpoint about uh, um, trying to find the best situation for yourself when uh, you're not necessarily in a great situation, and sometimes you just have to look out uh, and do what's best for yourself. So it, that that would be my best guess on it. I sometimes I don't figure out what it's about until later on, you know, a year later. Until someone yeah. brings you into their house and tells you that goes, shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit But I, I kind of like it because it's kind of like that, not so much of like, oh, I miss my ex-girlfriend with the happy times. It's like, right. <laughs> you know, save your prayers. I'm doing me. You can do you. Yeah. I, I like that. It's kind of got that upbeat. I like upbeat um, rhythms with like a little darkness in it. You know? Right, right. The it's marvel really, of the it's song. It's really hard <laughs> to write like an overly positive, like, up-tempo poppy song like i find that really hard to do um like we've only in everything we've put out there's only maybe one like happy love song type thing and that's on uh don't be afraid to rock yeah, and roll be, yeah i uh, love you more yeah oh yeah, yeah and like that's like a just an outlier in our catalog but it was something that it was like we thought it was a really good song so we're just like it's different let's just put it on the record screw it yeah it is um, a really nice yeah it's a it's a nice change of pace um and i typically don't write about like my romantic life because like I'm happily married so like I've got nothing to complain about usually um, so it's usually either about like friends or um, mm. you know kind of more of a literary you know story type thing oh okay yeah, yeah and you can kind of see that I know what you'll often say is that New Orleans is not just a jazz place but a rock and roll place mm. how do you uh, how do you feel that you're inventing that where it's not just you know because New Orleans we all know about jazz and blues and all of that right I don't know that we're so much inventing anything. I think um, there's a lot of history of rock and roll from New Orleans all the way back to Cosmo Matisse and um, Little Richard recording his first records here in Fats Domino. Um, Jerry Lee Lewis is from up the road a little bit. So like a lot of those architects of rock and roll started here. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that gets kind of forgotten with all the jazz and funk and you know blues and stuff that comes out of here that's so popular and so well-known. Uh, so I don't know. I think we're just kind of trying to be who we are here and just exist. Um, we'd probably be a lot more successful and make a lot more money if we played more funky shit, but <laughs> it's not or, really what we want to do. <laughs> or if we, if we live somewhere like Los Angeles or yeah. not New Orleans. <laughs> yes, definitely. We could go to like Austin or, you know, yeah, we, any, anywhere. To piggyback, we don't really play in New Orleans at all. I mean, it's very rare that we play here, but we'll go to, like, Birmingham, Austin, Houston. We we did a weekend in Los Angeles, and all of that stuff ends up usually being way better than here. I mean, yeah. not to say people don't like rock and roll here. It's just much harder to get people... And there's so much going on here. That's yeah. the yeah, that's There's the so thing. much stuff. So to, like, get through that noise is really hard. Yeah. So 
We just said, uh, let's find different noise. What's <laughs> <Right, laughs> <went> somewhere else? <laughs> so this is kind of a lighthearted question, but what is y'all's pre-like show ritual? Ooh, good question. You you can go first on that. <laughs> I don't really have. Well, I like generally I'll uh, I'll change shirts. <laughs> um, I tend to not like to wear a t-shirt when I play because it gets a little clingy and I sweat a whole lot. Uh-huh. Um, I'll do some vocal warm ups. I'll have a beer, and that's about it. I don't have any. Oh, we, well, we do have like a little band moment uh, where when we're on stage, once uh, John takes forever to get all of his shit ready, uh, we'll all just kind of <laughs> do like a quick little pep talk and hands in and little little band prayer. What's your pre-show? Uh, I I can't wear pants when I play, so I have to put on like some some mesh shorts, something that breathes, uh-huh. like lets my legs move around and. So I, let that thing breathe. I, I change. I change into shorts. Uh, I usually keep. It depends on the shirt I'm wearing, but like I change into shorts. I stretch my wrists out, stretch my fingers out, and do try to find a quiet place or like a reserved spot to do some warm ups with my hands on some sticks or a practice pad. Um, depends on the show. I might have like quick bourbon shot with some coke or something just to like like my free base of cocaine <laughs> <laughs> but that's about it because I mean, we didn't see the documentary on Motley Crue so not that crazy so I've seen a quite a few of your shows um, and I saw there was the one show at, the, the first show was at Gasa Gasa, mm. where y'all were headlining, mm. and I remember when uh, I got there, J- uh, John came out and said, "Oh, someone I recognize." <laughs> <laughs> and the first thing he said was, "I'm glad you came because I don't think anybody was here for us." Nice. And that was the show. It was oh, the band before you was awful. They were awful. The I, I'm glad I don't remember what show. Um, it was. The band before them was weird, but like entertaining. They were like oh. an '80s with all mullets, so that was at least oh, entertaining. <laughs> but Jesus. the other one was about like being in a boarding school and loving a woman in New York. I don't know. It was wow. and like nobody in the audience could drink besides like me and the two people I brought. Uh, and so, <laughs> not trying to. I'm get, I'm getting somewhere. Um, we played with some really weird bands. <laughs> yeah. I've never. No band I've ever been in has played stranger shows, I think, than this band has. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was very, it was very, um, metro, like, that was very a metro band yeah. before you. Yeah. And, but when they all left, you had, like, five, like, really people that were devoted. And then I've also seen y'all play in other rooms where there's more people, but not as devoted. So what mm-hmm. is, what do you feel is better, a five like really into it show or like at a festival where people are kind of like walking by and you might pick up one or two and they're kind of different there's different angles on that like if we play a festival i like playing festivals because it's an it's a chance it's an opportunity to play in front of way more people that have never Mm -hmm. seen you so you may have a bunch of people that may not be into it but they may be processing it and remember it after they leave so i like playing more festival stuff for that note but it's also really nice to play in an intimate setting where Five, ten people, maybe twenty people are still there, and it's like twelve or one in the morning, and they're getting into that shit. And but like, it, it can go either way, honestly. Yeah, yeah, they, they've all got their place. Like, I think you know when we play, when we do festivals, like you know, and we have a larger crowd that we're in front of, um, it definitely is a different type of performance for us because uh, you got to kind of go and connect with people and try to grab those people, and and especially when they don't know who you are, kind of pull them in. Um, so that's a, a fun challenge, especially for me, um, 
But, you know, then playing the small, more intimate stuff can definitely be, you know, just as much fun for just different reasons, just because it's more laid back, I guess, you know. Definitely. Uh, and then I have to mention, before we go to rapid-fire questions, which okay. is our listeners' favorite part, <laughs> um, you did a music video for my favorite song by y'all, um, and I can't think of the name. See, I'm such a great interviewer. <laughs> the best fan <laughs> I don't remember any of the names. Uh, yeah, the end of the world. Yeah, stand on the edge of the world. world. Yeah. Standing on the see, I should have just went with their lyrics and then you could have. And that is first of all, I like that song. It's very high paced. I like mm. um, I like how the lyrics kind of like bounce off each other. Jaguar star. Mm. See, I know the words. I just nice. don't know the names. <laughs> um, so what was the inspiration of that? Are you just huge Goonies fans? Or? No. <laughs> um, so when we made that record, uh, a friend of mine that I've, I've known since we were in like middle school, he is a filmmaker now. Uh, so he lives out in L.A. and he and a buddy were coming in town for Jazz Fest. And they were like, dude, we want to make a video for your new record. We have an idea. Uh, let's just recreate the Goonies almost shot for shot. Like, oh, so why not? And the big thing, I was like, look, dude, I'm all for it. We have no budget. He's like, cool, I've got like 80 bucks. <laughs> so we, uh, we ordered a sloth mask off of Amazon, uh, some pizza, and I think they went to like a costume shop and got like a couple of like jackets and stuff like that, like some wardrobe stuff. And uh, yeah, we did it over like two days during, um, in between Jazz Fest weekends a couple years ago. Sadly, I wasn't a part of that, so... And you joined before that video actually came out. Yeah. John joined in between the time when we filmed the video and when we released the video. Oh, you could have thrown Which him in at the end. You'd have been a way better actor. Like, you'd have killed it. <laughs> so what is the next music video is up on the docket? I don't know. We, we, you know, man, we filmed one for Why You Still Here with a buddy of ours. And then they, there was like a hard drive crash and the footage got lost. And we were doing this kind of like ridiculous green screen karaoke video thing that was really funny uh so i don't know what the next thing will be yet it might be for something that isn't on this record because we do have some other stuff that uh we haven't finished mixing yet that we'll be putting out later this year so it might be something for that we haven't really figured and you already have illuminate already has it for this record yeah we did a live video for illuminate a while ago um so yeah i don't know we haven't really you know talked much about it all right, well, let's go into rapid-fire questions. See, the two-parter, now we can really, ding, ding. you know, we can really, like, talk. You know, it's not like, oh, get the hell out, yeah, now let's do questions. Let's get deep. <laughs> let's get deep. All right, so um, you've listened to the show, so yep. you'll know some of these questions. Okay. Uh, but we added some new ones. Ooh, sure. um, so answer truthfully and honestly, Peretti is not here. He's our fact-checker, <laughs> and he totally, he is apparently sick. Um, so... Ooh. Uh, I guess you can lie to me. I don't know. <laughs> you could have been lying to me this whole time. <laughs> so let's get into it. Let's uh, do it. Which seven? Which of the seven deadly sins is the reason you go to hell? Ooh, which of the right. seven deadly sins? Murder. It's murder. <laughs> I wonder if that would probably be wrath. Wrath is. Have what, you murdered so what, somebody? What, what are the seven? There's there's sloth. There's wrath. There's Gluttony. Gluttony. Envy. Envy. Lust. Uh, never mind. I'm Lust. thinking of... Yeah. It's five. I'm thinking of the Ten Commandments. <laughs> thou shalt not... Uh, thou, shalt, thou shalt remember the last two. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to Catholic school. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. So, now we just lost track. It's gluttony. Yeah. Uh, gluttony, sloth, uh, greed, 
wrath, envy, envy, uh, lust, l- lust. Did we say lust? I don't remember. Well, no, did any of those six sound like you? <laughs> the six that we said, I would probably say um, maybe wrath. Oh, wrath sounds pretty great. Like I would think wrath. There have been some times where I've like had some serious wrath that I wanted to like unleash on some people. Um, <laughs> And held back for various reasons. So, One day, like if I don't get my shit straight, I might unleash some wrath on some people. <laughs> that might be the way. So wrath. What about you, John? I was gonna say wrath. Wrath also. Y'all yeah. are a very angry band. Yeah. <laughs> and all those songs are in major keys. They're not angry songs. <laughs> they sound happy. They're pop gems. All right. Next question. What is an unpopular opinion you have? Hmm. Travis Barker is overrated as fuck. <laughs> Continue. Continue. That's, that's my popular opinion. Travis Barker is the most underrated or overrated drummer in punk rock music. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Um, Radiohead is fucking garbage. Woo! That's mine. Yeah, I can, I've I never can liked a Radiohead song. No, that's not true. High and Dry is okay. It's tolerable. Otherwise, count me out. Don't they do creep? They do, and honestly, I've, uh, it's I don't it's kind of one of those things. It's like don't stop believing for me. I cannot. Yeah, take I'm that good without everything that anymore. Also, yeah. love pineapple and pizza. So, yes. pineapple and pizza is amazing. That. I don't understand why that is. <laughs> uh, which crush did you have on when you were a kid? Who was your crush? Celebrity crush? Topanga from Boy Meets World. Holy shit! Still have it now. <laughs> Topanga, that's... Dude, Topanga had a go. Are you, are you, oh, continuing crushes, though. Uh, I'll give you another one from when I was a young, a younger lad. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, that's Who is now one. on this awfully cheesy show called 911, and she's, like, pushing 40, but still smoking. That's why you watch the show. <laughs> I watch it for her. My wife watches it for um, Peter Krause, the actor. Yeah. I'd say Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Oh, yeah. Three Stamos? Yes. 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 <laughs> Once she got Stamos, that's tough. Don't bounce back from that. Yeah. Yeah. What is one thing you would keep from somebody on a first date about you? <laughs> from? Oh, something you would, you would like Yeah, hide. you would hide from them. Oh. The immense amount of pain that obviously goes into our lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will Taylor Swift you so fast <laughs> that I get your act together. Oh, my God. I think for you, maybe you're like obsession with cars. Yeah. Not that it's like a bad <laughs> thing, but it's like, look, you're going to be competing with time yeah, I while I wash my fucking car. That's a pretty good one. Like, I work on my car constantly. Sorry, no, we can't go do like, this. The band yeah. has to compete with time for car washes and shit. Like, <laughs> I'd say that's a, that's a pretty good one. Uh, what would be your wrestling finisher name? Like, the move that finishes the match. What would it be called? <laughs> um... Wrestling finish move. Your signature move. Hmm. The coriander. The coriander? <laughs> I don't know what it would mean, but it just sounds like a good wrestling move. Oh shit, here comes the coriander! Boom! <laughs> he killed him! <laughs> Dilapidator. Dilapidator. <laughs> what do you think you did in a past life? Oof. If reincarnation is real. Ooh. I like to think I was a, a very tender mother. <laughs> <laughs> a very tender? <laughs> a very tender mother. Not a mean bone or body. That was me. 
think uh, I, I might have been an annoying cat, just constantly looking for attention or something. I don't know. <laughs> you are very cat-like. <laughs> I like to think you were my my slightly annoying third son, but I was very tender to you. <laughs> All right. Is there anything you want to confess? Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a confession. Oh. So it's record store day <clears throat> today, as we tape this. I went to record store today today, got in line at 8 o'clock-ish, 8.30. You know what I bought? What'd you buy? The Weezer yeah, Teal but... album. Wow. <laughs> I thought it was going to be I bought other stuff, too, but uh, I bought the Weezer Teal album, which uh, is a, a hotly contested existing album. Mm. <laughs> um, not that I'm a... Uh, a ride or die Weezer fan. When it first came out, I was like, "This is fucking garbage." I'm so mad that they've even done this. But I was like, "Let's just listen to it just to see what it is." And then it was like, "This cover of Everybody Wants to Rule the World is pretty legit." And then uh, I started to not hate it so much, and I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna buy it. Why not?" And right. I was there. So yeah, I bought that. Nice. My wife is embarrassed as hell. <laughs> like, I can't believe you bought this shit. Um. Uh, it's not really a confession. Most people, I guess, that know me know it, but um, I currently am in love with, like, metalcore music with, like, really hooky harmonies and choruses and stuff. It's the shit that I've made fun of constantly growing up, being in a ska band, <laughs> but, like, that's all I listen to today. It's just all that hard hardcore metal shit with the really catchy harmonies This dude, dude sends a message today. He's like, man, I'm, I'm, I love this band. John, you gotta check it. Check this one song. And it's like this metal cover of Eleanor Rigby. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is so silly, dude. Yeah. Jesus I can't stop listening to it. Also, All alone, also, also, last year... It's a pretty dark song. Was Zombies really... come out and eat people. Yeah, it was pretty heavy. Also, my, my, my 2018 year in Spotify, I had like 90-something hours of, of Post Malone. So, uh, that's another thing. That was another thing I was going to ask. Is, is there a band that influences you that you're embarrassed? Uh, not really. No. I, I kind of pull, like... I mean, we're we're like a Foo Fighters, Weezer rock band. Like the most the, the 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 most shit that influences me on drums right now, but I don't really incorporate a lot with the band is just like the the metalcore shit that I'm currently into. Like I'm really falling in love with some of these guys' styles and stuff and stuff I've never really given a chance growing up, and it's, some of it's mind blowing. All right. Any any embarrassing things that inspired you? Nothing super embarrassing. I get a lot of flack from my love of Oasis from people. Um, but I don't give a shit because yeah. I love that my, band, so. my girlfriend will murder someone if she hears Wonderwall one more time <laughs> she um, <laughs> you know that and that, that far from my, my even my favorite <laughs> I'd say it's even far from my top 20 OAC songs but uh, I do love the Gallagher brothers and I will say somebody insult some stranger insulted me uh, we were in line and I think I was taking too long and he was like Move your ass, you oasis-looking person! And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to take wow. that. Oh, look, dude, they're good-looking dudes, man. They're the stylish word? people. They've got a devoted following just outside of this country. It's rather small here in the country, here in the states. All right. Well, that was our rapid-fire question. So that's yes. the first Ooh. part of our now two-part series. This one's coming out on Monday. The Beautiful. next one's coming out on Wednesday. Um, we're not recording on the same day, right? No, we're going to record it Wednesday or Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Or Wednesday and live. We're going to do it live. Do it live. Do it live. O'Reilly style. O'Reilly style. <laughs> <laughs> and so stay tuned for that. This is Oh God, 
another podcast. See, I even got my name back. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been to Brenton Sounds, <laughs> Jeremiah, and Frodrick. <laughs> and Frodrick. <laughs> All that will be in the blooper reel. All right, and uh, stay tuned because at the end of each of these episodes, I'll put a song by y'all if y'all are cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. See, permission online, so don't take me down, Spotify. Uh, <laughs> well, authority has been granted. All right, and see you all on Wednesday with the Breton Sound. Dancing in the hallway There's a house you see